Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Chris Kelly was recorded around noon on April 4th, 2023, the few days after WrestleMania, the day of Trump's indictment. We were one and the same. Uh, Chris and I wrote a book about how Trump and Vince are essentially the same dude in 2016. And every few weeks or so, a handful of very good friends send us articles saying, hey, did you notice the mainstream media is saying wrestling and the politics are the same? And uh, our brains are broken. So, uh, it's a pretty big day in American history. It's a pretty big day, pretty big week in wrestling history. They're one and the same. Uh, we're doing the live show at the Kennedy Center in August. We might be doing it again in D.C. in May and in Chicago in July. Go to you, me, them, everybody.com for all that info. Here's the show. Do you have any idea why I wanted to talk to you today? I'm guessing it's about uh, WWE sales. And? And? Uh, the failure of Cody Rhodes. Assassination of Cody Rhodes <laughs> by the coward Uh Sort of. One other uh, minor detail. Do you want to guess what that one is? You probably just want to do a CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So I feel like we're I don't know seven to eight months ahead of everyone else when it comes At to least. our broken when it comes to our broken brains. Broken brains. Yeah. And you and I spent way too many months, if not years. Uh, looking at the similarities between two dudes, uh, both of which have had scandals <laughs> very recently from a few years ago that were exposed recently. One dude said, I'm retiring at 77, and then not a year later, he's running a bigger, more billion-dollar company <laughs> that seems like a scam, and the other guy's getting a rain today. <laughs> and I feel like Maybe you're the only person in the world that sees it the same way as me, and that makes me feel both very dumb and alone, but also not as frightened as I should be. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's where we've been. I mean, since we we did the book, I mean, that's it's, you know coming up on seven years ago. It's a right, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, which is an insane amount. Uh, that's the amount of time, but it's you know it was it mainly a week, and so. Uh, editors commissioned all their wrestling and wrestling adjacent pieces and people are, you know, there's a new book out that kind of posits that, you know, that uh, Vince McMahon created this kind of neo-kayfabe that has infected our politics and it's like, I mean, not only, you know, we have like that book deal, but it's like, where, how do, how do we been doing this for seven years and people are still like, hey, have you heard about wrestling and Donald Trump? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's not frustrating at all. And in, in a way, mania this year to me made me feel wonderful. Like the world made sense again. Does that make sense? Uh, I stand on that. I'm not sure. Okay. So we watched night one together, but you missed mm. the first 20 minutes because you're a parent and you were doing parent things. John yeah. Cena comes out with like 10 make a wish. John kids. Cena, not a parent, but he is a parent <laughs> to all make a wish children. Yeah. And uh, John Cena loses. And then the, it, it ends with, <laughs> The final match of the weekend ends with uh, the son of a deceased wrestler who went to a different company, uh, was there without his mask on. He usually wears a mask in the other company. Yeah. He's given Great the belt K-Fan. by Cody, who left, and he loses too. And that made sense to me because that's how Vince McMahon does things. That's how wrestling is supposed to work. God yeah, forbid uh, the children are taken care of. No, 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 no. We have to bury them in front of them. That's beautiful. That's how it's supposed to be. And then, what, 12 hours later, we find out that dashing Cody Rhodes is now part of Endeavor, and 
everything, and then Vince is back to running creative. Like nothing has changed in a in a perfect way. The world makes sense again, and the exact same thing is happening today with Trump. People are rallying behind him as their nominee hours before he he goes to a courtroom. Yeah. That's perfect. That's how it's supposed to That's, be. That it feels right. I think the Vince stuff. I think with uh, last summer, um, you know, as the the Wall Street Journal started reporting on all these this hush money. Uh, paid, you know, for affairs that were, you know, but the, the hush money, once again, the kind of issue that Trump has, it's just how they reported it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, who was paying for it? Was it from the Trump Foundation, which used to take money from WWE? Was was uh, Vince paying out of, you know, not recording it and properly in FEC documents? Um, you know, that was like a minor, these things will both prove to be minor hiccups, and then we can get back to kind of the regular schedule program, which is Vince winning. Vince, yes. uh, always outsmarting, um, you know, the government, uh, lawyers, regulators, his, uh, idiot children, um, yeah. other, re- other <laughs> companies. I mean, he, he, you know, this, this deal with Endeavor, which really is the only deal that kind of makes sense, uh, looking at kind of, you know, you get the, the economic stuff, but really Endeavor partnering UFC with, uh, WWE kind of doing this, uh, you know, TKO is going to be their stock ticker, doing this, this combat sports entertainment venture, um, you know, which, which values it at a, uh, WWE about $9 billion, which was fun if you're watching Succession, as they were just making a deal for a $10 billion media company. And the parallels in that, I think maybe we just, you know, maybe I need to pitch an article that compares WWE to Succession. Um, but yeah, but this is, Vince is back in top. If you watch the Monday Night Raw, usually the, the biggest episode of the year is the one, the night after WrestleMania, kind of resets the table. You bring out some surprise new faces. You've got to set the storylines up. Um, was probably the most Vince-brained episode of all time. And it started with Triple H coming out to make a big announcement that everything was going to be fine. And by the end of the show, they had uh, destroyed Cody Rhodes. Uh, for, as it should have been. I think yeah, as it's right, that's right. Because he left the company, he left the company and founded a, the only competitor in 20 years against the WWE, the co-founder of the company. He comes crawling back, they get some money <laughs> out of, they get some, you know, a couple pops out of him, he tears his, trice, his you know, whatever, his peck off his bone for the company. <laughs> He's going to win the belt his daddy never did, and he and he loses. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's a clip going around, someone, so, uh, you know, there's someone screams at him when he's laying in the ring selling that uh, Triple H never forgets. I mean, Vince never forgets. But Triple H, too. I mean, Cody made the bit, you know, he smashed the throne with the hammer. He, he I don't know what he thought was going to happen on. when it's, he came hold back. On. It's literally his theme song opens with there's more than one family in wrestling or whatever BS. Yeah. He's yeah. acknowledging that. What did you, right. you come and on? He, well, if he had just acknowledged Roman Reigns, <laughs> he wouldn't have had any problems. But no, I think, you know, the the people who are they're going to lose the Cody Rhodes of the world the people who are going to win Vince McMahon's and the Donald Trump uh, yeah I think I mean the arraignment you know there's you know there's going to be the, the the weirdos rallying for Trump there's going to be kind of smug liberals having uh, you know cocktails named after him tonight but like it's going to be it's just going to it's it's back to business as usual he's going to sell they're going to sell the mugshot and start raising money for the 2024 effort in earnest it's what's best for business. You pointed out something that the Wall Street Journal reporting discovered all this stuff about Vince McMahon. Yes and no. So all that is, those are just excerpts from the book that was just released by Reisman. And okay. 
that's no different than when we're doing the book. And then like a year later, they're like, hey, look at all these mobsters at Trump Tower. It's like, yeah, that's in the WrestleMania book. We wrote about that. It's there. It's on the, it's on the WW Network. You can probably find it on, on Peacock now. I mean, yeah. It's yeah, on TV so, for years. None of this is hidden. We just yeah. sound insane. But because wrestling, as we've talked about, I mean, because wrestling um, is predetermined, because it's this part mm-hmm. entertainment, part sports, it's being bundled with a thing that is a little more sport, uh, a little more blood sport than 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 WWE. Human human uh, cockfighting, in the in the words of the late, the great, late Senator great John McCain. John McCain, yes. Um, Who also he, appeared on Monday Night Raw. There are no heroes. Yeah, the um, you know the the issue that's what has allowed Vince to do this for yeah. our entire lifetime. Even when he's admitted in court that it's fake, even when he's sold it as sports entertainment, even when he's whatever he's done, um, because haha, it's wrestling. This mm-hmm. is one. Of, this is the guy who's now going to run a twenty billion dollar company right under Ari Emanuel. He basically leapfrogged everyone else in the executive structure, um, thanks to his uh, new hair and mustache combination. Uh, Evil dashing. Cody what if? What if or he next came back punk. and what if he came back and was like, Vince McMahon is gone. I'm Rod McMahon. What if he had just said this new look? <laughs> was like, I'm Wario. Like I'm back. Uh, definitely a different yeah. guy. But I mean, he's going to be running this company, and here's a guy who's paid millions of dollars, like an unfathomable amount. You know, post me too. It's all on the record. Uh, you know, most of the names are, uh, or some of the names can be inferred from the details of these cases. Um, yeah, and he's joining a company that, you know, one of his co-executives was on film this summer, or excuse me, in the last couple of months, uh, slapping his wife around. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's exactly where we are as America, and he's, he's used, you know, kayfabe, neo-kayfabe, whatever, to, to uh, you know, just get, get by with whatever he wants. I don't know if it was you or one of our dozens of friends that sent us the exact same, hey, look at this, wrestling in the mainstream. Did you see the Atlantic piece that was up, I think, Friday before Mania? Sure. I think the, in the intro, it's like, we know you're not going to watch this. It's like, well, what the, what is this for then? What are we doing here? What, what's the yeah. point of this? I know Although this is like a catchphrase. Listen, like anything that, that brings one, over a million people together over a weekend should be like examined. Not necessarily in a negative way or a jokey way, just like, hey, what's going on here? Does, why does this matter? Does this matter? You know? And that's kind of what Mania did this weekend. Yet, it's instantly dismissed as carny BS, which I get, and that's why Donald Trump's going to win the presidency. Sure. Again. We're back where we were again. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, then, forever. Still, yeah. Together, I think, is the new at oh, yeah, that's that right. line. Yeah. I mean, anything that fills up a football stadium two nights in a row, you know, and has Bad Bunny and Snoop Dogg, whatever, and, you know, and a lot of that is them grasping at relevancy. But, you know, there's no monoculture. But wrestling is just as big as anything else. There's more people were at and watched Mania than watched Succession. So, like, you know, or whatever, you can pick whichever, you know, streaming thing du jour or whatever. These things are all big bu- in their own bubble, and wrestling is a, is a big bubble, and they're still the biggest at it. And, you know, AEW and some of the post stuff has, uh, has kind of put a crack in that, but it's still, it's still their game, you know, as far as the, you know, AEW is not going to be part of a $20 billion not going to get that evaluation right now. Um, just doesn't have longevity. So, but it, but look at, you know, Mania Weekend. There's also Ring of Honor. There's all the indie shows. There's, there is a culture around it that a lot of people take seriously. That people get this stuff, you know, and people have gotten it, you know, maybe more people since 2016, but even, but it's still not taken seriously enough that 
that we're going to be exactly where we were in uh, in 2016. Uh, last question. Do you, th- we're recording this in the middle of the day before Trump does anything, before we know what's going to happen long term. Who wins the R- who wins the Republican nomination 2024? Donald Trump. Yeah, that's probably right. You, me, them, everybody is produced by me, Brandon Weatherby. We've been doing this since 2008. This is year 15. We have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at you, me, them, everybody.com and in this podcast description. The most recent year of shows is available in iTunes and Spotify. The first 15 years, all 15 years, all 900 plus episodes are available at you, me, them, everybody.com. Follow us on all the social media handles you could think of. It's at sign Y-M-T-E. Our art is by Jillian Ron, and our music is by Daniel Knox. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping, friends and family.